Traveling somewhere and it feels fantastic Rolling across the terminal floor And the sky's so high and the ground's so low And I think I'm dying but I'm just being born The airport terminal, the planes are landing And through the terminal we all shall go Hi there and welcome to Drunk History Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk and, and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions. Maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Ryan, and I'm here as always with my co-host Adrian. We are two diehard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know that cool people, y'all like this stuff too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting Disney and theme nerds out there in the world and have a few beverages while we're at it. And today we're headed back down to the Megabyte Microbrewery to have a chill chat about a non-Disney excursion. I know, for shame. Well, you knew it would happen eventually. We are multifaceted peoples with interests that span from Anaheim to Orlando and sometimes all the spots in between. So today we're going to get an insider view of Adrian's recent family trip to Alaska and talk about travels and airports and big old boats. So I uh, hope you stay tuned, and I'm sure that we'll throw a little bit of Disney in there for good measure because, you know, we can't help ourselves. Uh, as always, these eps uh, were entering into the chill zone where we kind of turn the house to lights down low and enjoy a beer at the bar, which is how this podcast started. So we feel right at home. Uh, and the beer is the hourglass for these episodes because when it's done, so are we. So let's head on up to the bar, grab a beer, and we'll be right back. I like a spike with pain and music is my aeroplane, it's my aeroplane. Somber, sweet and sour, Jane, and music is my aeroplane, it's my aeroplane. Flash a spike with pain. Hey, Adrian, welcome back. Thank you. You know, um, in Disney, they have hidden Mickeys, but on this podcast, Ryan likes to throw a little hidden cues into the songs in the intro. <laughs> oh, you like that? Pleasure yeah. spiked with pain, huh? <laughs> yeah, pleasure spiked with pain. Music is my aeroplane. Because um, <laughs> uh, we're going to get into some serious uh, airport woes here. So it's Whoa-ho. a perfect, um, perfect uh, song choice. Well, you know what I do. Well, uh, we are not alone today on the pod because I need backup on this one okay. in the form in the form of someone who was actually on this trip and actually went through this adventure. My sister Caitlin is here. Hi, Katie. Hi, guys. Hi, Katie. Hi. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome back. I mean, it's been a while. You you've been here uh, on the uh, the Splash Mountain yeah. episode. I, I, I think, don't know. If- I think we did the I think we did Splash Mountain and the uh, the People Mover with Katie. Oh, the people mover, yeah. Way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, a while ago. I think I, I think it might have been like three years ago. It was yeah. a long time ago. I think we should probably redo that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll redo it. You know, it's probably, we're not, probably... not going to redo the Tiki Room again. We're going to redo that one. Well, you know, I might get my Tiki Room ver- version four in sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just got back uh, last week from a two-week Alaskan land and sea cruise what yes with um, with the entire uh crew the entire there was 10 of us yeah (laughs) yeah it was a big big group um and uh we i really want to talk about this because what happened to us before the trip was nothing short of a homemade amazing race okay to get to this boat i love it let's hear it yeah, so um, we actually like our father planned this trip. They, they, our parents had a milestone birthday this year. Okay, cool. And they wanted to do a big family vacation, and a, a lot of us voted for Alaska um, because we have never been there and we wanted to see Alaska. Yeah, it's it's a, my uh, I I went to Alaska on a cruise, kind of similar to you, family trip, mm-hmm. but I was nine. So like I have okay. like these like little blips of memories of it, but mm-hmm. I mean, how many of them are just you know falsified memories? Sure. Probably all. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So how was that experience for you as a nine year old? Well, uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, things is is we went on like a little like whitewater rafting, which means that there was like, you know, one ripple in the water because this was um, Royal Caribbean back in the 80s. And they were very, you know, uh, 
conscious of that. Uh, but we stopped on this this sandbar, and they were pouring like uh, you know like warm apple cider for everybody to have, oh. and, and then they had uh, spiked warm apple cider off to the side. And my little nine-year-old hands found my way to the, <laughs> starting early, <laughs> found my way to the spiked apple cider. So, uh, so yeah, it was a great trip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where like you, you go on a European trip and I don't know if kids really appreciate that, but Katie, you could speak to the Katie's kids are, are six and three. Okay. And did they have a good time or what? Oh, they had a fantastic time. Yeah. It's been like, what 10 12 days were home and still like can we go back can we go back or when are we going back to alaska oh that's <laughs> yeah. so awesome to hear um yeah, i want i want to hear like all about the cruise and mm-hmm. what like you know what kind of uh, themed stuff they had for kids and and you know if they had the themed stuff for adults like uh, you know cool bars things like that but i think i need to uh adrian's kind of like teased me with this uh this amazing race family story so i i really want to hear this yeah so um like i said my so my dad has been planning this trip for a year and he takes these things very seriously and he really went to extra effort to like try to mitigate any sort of issues coming up. He wanted everyone to be very comfortable. He wanted everyone to, you know, have a great time. They worked really hard on, on that. And yeah. I think that that was, um, that's what part dads, of the reason. That's what dads do, right? Yeah. And we've got a really good dad who really cares to, to, to about everybody else and everyone else's comfortability. So and w- watching what happened, happen to my dad was probably one of the, the harder parts of the whole experience. But so, so because you don't ever, if anybody cruises, you know, if you're cruising out of a destination that isn't right in your back door, you should probably like plan a cushioned amount of time to, to get to that destination in case situations occur. Oh yeah. Cause the boat is going to leave. Oh, they don't give you know. a fuck. Yeah. They're they... not going to hold up. Those are, those are cities. Those are mini cities. They're not going to, they're not going to hold up a cruise with 10,000. I don't know how many people are on a cruise. I, I, I have no idea. Thousands, like, I mean, thousands for sure. Thousands of people to, cause one person isn't there. Oh no, no. Um, they will straight. Like if, if, uh, you know, you go on an excursion and it's not one of the boat sanctioned excursions, uh, they will just yeah. straight leave you at port too. Like, and they're like, well, yeah. you find your way to get to our next port or, or, you know, see ya, see ya never. We'll ship your luggage. Yeah, that part is on you. Oh, yeah. So he planned for us to get our our cruise was leaving out of Vancouver. He planned for us to get there a day in advance. Okay, and also so like there were seven of us leaving out of New York. My brother lives in North Carolina with his family, so three of them were coming out of North Carolina. Um, so we all weren't leaving together, but the seven of us—my sister and her family, and my mom and dad—were all together. And on the way, our, so our flight was supposed to leave at 11 uh, a.m., but I should preface this by saying that it had already been, like, delayed and bumped. I, Katie, I don't know, like, a couple times the flight had changed, maybe four times yeah. ahead of that. Right when we got to the airport, they had already canceled, like, an existing flight, so then already pushed it back to, like, 2 o'clock. Right, so we had, our flight was supposed to be at 11. Uh, on the way to... Th- this was like an, an already canceled flight, but so are we gonna, uh, are we gonna, are we gonna throw shade on the airline or are we gonna keep them? Uh, yeah, no, keep it was Delta. Anonymous. We were on oh, Delta. Okay, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, look, they're all the same. Yes, yeah. I, I'm. I Back was a lawyer. I was always. I've been. I saw. I've been a frequent flyer on Delta since 1991. Okay, <laughs> so I'm obviously a loyal Delta. I mean, I was a little kid when I became a frequent flyer. So. Um, there's crayon you know, on your freaking flyer card. I, I use Delta all the time. Like I, I, I have flights, you know, to Delta to Orlando all the time. But, um, so they had on, we're on the way to the airport at 9am because the flight's supposed to be at 11 and my dad calls and says the flight's been pushed back till two o'clock. Okay. You know, like th- that's fine. But the issue, the concern there was, will we make, we, so we had a connection, we were flying to Toronto and then we, from Toronto, we we're flying to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So it was like, will we make the connection? So um, we got a little worried and cause the flight was leaving the connection flight was like 6 PM. So then I got on the phone with Delta and I was, and there was another one that was like eight. I was like, can you give us safety seats on the eight o'clock in case we don't make the six o'clock, you know? Smart, so we're doing, we're doing, yeah, so we're doing that. And then t- two o'clock rolls around and they make an announcement. The flight to Toronto is canceled, completely canceled. Like 15 minutes before it was, yeah. uh, they like, let us know it was coming in. They're like, it's right, they're like 20 minutes. 
They're like, it's on its way. And then it arrived. It arrived. And then just like very like, you know, nonchalantly, like the flight has been canceled. And then like a mad dash of people have to wait on a line, you know, oh, the lines for the flight. Yeah, with three cashiers that are going to help you. Damn. There's literally a line wrapped around the airport of people just like, I mean, I, the, there were flights taking off. Because I, I had some people say to me, after, I had posted this on TikTok, the story, and some people were like, you know, the, the it was weather related. It wasn't re- weather related. They literally told us the, there's no pilot for this flight. You know, like <laughs> that was the first thing that they told us. And then, the, well, okay. So we're freaking out, whatever. We like... We're, we know now that, like, we, I mean, like, I'm looking on my phone to see if there's other ways to get to Vancouver before 3 p.m. the next day. Like, we're, we're, we know we're not getting into Vancouver the night before. My dad had hotel rooms there. My brother and his family are already there in Vancouver. Um, and so I had looked up on my phone and saw some, like, uh, like Delta flight to san francisco then a connection on air canada to um to vancouver because we were on this line this massive line and they were like there's no flights like there's just no flights like they were like there's nothing we can get you on and 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 my sister was up at the counter when they said that and they and they even said what they said you can go get your sister to prove that to us my sister like was able to i think it was on the kayak app you like found like a number of flights that you know, was for seven people. And she was like, Oh, well, you know, if she can find that for me, you know, please send her up. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get her right now. Yeah. So I showed them my phone. I was like, there's a flight that we like, you know, for seven. Cause they were like, there's seven of you. That's going to be difficult. And I was yeah, like, it says there's seven that was causing the issue. Yeah. So she gets us on it. This was after like, I mean, we were probably up at that, up at that test for an hour. She gets us on the flight, and we're all like, oh, my God, so relieved. But that flight isn't supposed to leave until 11 o'clock at night. Um, Which would be 12 hours for you in the no, airport. No, wait, you're you're forgetting something. We're supposed to leave at 8.30. Oh. And then it gets oh. delayed till 9.30. Okay. Then it gets yeah. delayed till 10.30. Yeah. Okay, it kept getting delayed. delayed. I'm delayed. sorry, you're right. I forgot about that step. So, yeah, we're supposed to leave at 8.30. So we're like, okay, well, we'll have – by that point, we got to the airport at 9 o'clock in the morning. We'll have been at the airport for 12 hours. And it keeps getting delayed and we're still like, okay, well, you know, we're still okay if it, if it goes up, you know, everything goes to plan. So 11 o'clock, my dad's up at the, um, up at the counter happened to be my dad and my brother-in-law, Katie's husband are up at the counter and they, um, are talking to them about something with the connection flight. And all of a sudden the woman gets in the speaker and goes, the flight to San Francisco is canceled. Motherfucker. And so, like, I'm just like I How remember. Many, do this. they they have like no pilots? It's, it's, uh, this one they said should, it was equipment we related. Pilots, guys. I think there we should be on pilots. Two pilots sitting by the gate. Yeah. And prior to the announcement that they were canceling the flight, a woman in a red outfit, maybe like a manager or somebody, came over and said something to the two pilots, and they left and went to a different gate. So they must have rerouted those pilots to a different flight. And now our pilot, our crew just, quote unquote, doesn't show up is what they're saying. But they were just pushed to another flight. Whoa. Yeah. So us got kicked, you know, because of that. So at this point, we've kind of like, th- that was the only flight that we saw that would get us in on time for this um, boat. When we had saw this at like two o'clock earlier, thinking we were going to get um in to Vancouver before the the boat. And I just remember looking at my father when they made that announcement and seeing his head go into his hand. And okay. I, we were, we were all, me, my sister, my, you know, my, and, and here's the thing. It's I just, just like, there's, there's so much stress, you know, like at the yeah. beginning of the trip and then to have that compound on top of this, like, you know, triple time because of the delays and then the cancellations. Yeah. I feel for your dad for sure. Yeah, and we're like just looking at him like he spent a year planning this trip and we're like we at that point we were just like I don't think this is it's not going to happen the right way. We're not going to get on the boat like if we even get on the boat it's not going to be at the start of it, you know, mm. like and um so my dad's up at happened to be up at the counter at this time though and and so then like a line starts to form be, behind him, but he was already up there. Um and I, I mean, I was crying at that point because I was just like, this this sucks. And and one of the things I want to say with Katie's kids is like my nephew, Charlie, is like the sweetest boy in the world. And, and my uh, what did what did your husband say? He woke up that morning and said uh, he woke up that morning and I like, turned to my husband. and was like, Dad, we're going to Alaska. 
So he was so excited. Like woke up like, dad, we're going to Alaska today. And like this, like, and these, this is a six year old and a three year old that are in the airport for 15 hours like they, they, nothing to do nothing, nothing to do nothing. and they were so good they all they gave us like for being there for that long was like a, a voucher to get like shake shack like great, it was like great <laughs> there, there's nothing and like they were so good and like and by that point they had fallen asleep and we were like how are we gonna wake them up in the morning and they're gonna be in their beds at home i think like that was kind of the driving force of like they're gonna be so disappointed they've been looking forward to this and it means so much to them and so like my dad's talking and like Katie, we're up, we're all sort of up there. Like, you know, what can we do? Whatever. And, um, there was a, a gentleman at the counter who was sort of working with us. And he had started by saying something about how, like, there's a flight leaving out of Boston that is going to Seattle. And, um, from C like, so he's like, could, you know, like, could you guys drive right now? It's like leaving at 6 a.m. Can you drive to Boston and get on this flight? Now it's twelve thirty at night. Yeah, now know? now it's like twelve. It's midnight. You know, like and like drive. And he said something to like uh, her, like you know, can you guys rent? A, can you like pool your money and rent a car? <laughs> like that's the, that's the thing that's holding you back, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't a. It, that's not the issue here. We're not like you know. We we can figure. Can you can you can you get a quick GoFundMe up? If you get a quick GoFundMe, then you uh, maybe you can take this flight. Yeah, uh, like the, it was just completely missed the mark. But um, so, am I missing anything that happens here before the the? Oh, the... <laughs> no, this might have just been like a dumb comment, but it was really dumb, and it just needs to be shared that he said, "Is there any other time you guys could take the trip?" Right. No, no, that's not a that. Like he literally is like, "Can you guys go another time?" And we were like, no, there's like <laughs> coordinating all of our schedules. Our brother is already there. Like, no, it's, we, that's, yeah, it's two weeks. Uh, it's, you know, it's a two week long trip. This isn't uh, a this vacation isn't a time. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a no. Yeah. Like, this isn't know. a weekend in Montauk. So um, so then he goes, well, there might be one other thing. And he's like, there is a flight <laughs> currently delayed. It was supposed to leave at nine o'clock. It's now almost 1 a.m. He's like, it's delayed. It's supposed to get go to Boston. It's currently delayed, but it's going. I'm going to see if I can get you guys on that flight to Boston to then get the connection to Seattle. And then from Seattle, Figure it you're going to have to you're, – no, you're going to have to rent a car okay, and, and drive, drive to, to Vancouver. Vancouver, which is about three and a half hours – three, three and a half hours away. And, and over a border. And over a border. Yeah. So this is where it starts to feel like the amazing race. Like when I say this is like, because, um, we, so we go to this gate and we're like, you know, they're, they're, the flights boarded. I mean, it's like they're, this is like a, and you know, those Boston flights, that's a 25 minute flight from New York. Like, and these people are like waiting. (laughs) This flight is delayed. Like the amount of hours that they spend in the airport, they could have rented a car and drove to Boston. Um, so there were, they start calling like the standbys and we're standing there, all seven of us. And they're like, there's 10 seats on this plane, but they call like eight people to get their standby tickets. Like, and we're seeing people that like just arrived at the gate and they're like hearing their name and they're jumping. And we're just like, I mean, I think at that point it was, we just kind of all lost it. Me and my sister were crying. Um, my niece started crying, you know, like it was really, and then all of a sudden they go, we got it. Like we got the, the, the uh, ticket like you're on so we're just like oh my god thank god like and we got on the flight and but you know it was really hard to relax because we're like well it's just gonna you're like it's gonna happen again in boston it's gonna yeah, happen again in Bo- and, exactly then, what we're thinking. Yeah. and me and my sister we're texting each other because we're all like sort of separate we didn't care about that we just wanted to be on the flight but we're texting each other because the flight is just like not backing away from the gate we're like they're gonna say eventually that this flight is gonna yeah. not go off like yeah. we yeah. like we just weren't relaxed it goes off, okay? We get at to Boston. <laughs> at 2 a.m. it goes off. We get to Boston. Um, and it's at that point, like, we get there. It's, like, 3 a.m., but you got to kind of, like, go through security again and everything because the airport's, like, closed. And we had to get on another line to find out, like, where our luggage is because our luggage is now, like, uh, who knows where it is at this point. And then we're, like, so at that point we realize we're, like, this is – and my dad has to, like, quickly book rental cars. It's 2 in the morning, 2, 3 in the morning, like 3 in the morning now at this time. He's got to book rental cars for enough for seven people because we don't know if we can get something big enough for all of us to leave out of Seattle 
like, like as they did it on his phone, but, um, we're like, everything at this point has to go right. It was literally a house of cards. We're like, this Seattle flight has to take off at 6am. Like it's supposed to, it's supposed to get in 10, 10 30 in the morning. And from that point we have to like hit the ground running. Cause we, we have to get to, from Seattle to Vancouver with like no traffic, no border problems, yeah. no, no losing our way. Like, like watching the GPS, like Hawks. Like, and, it, and, and then, we, and then we've got to get the car back to wherever it is and then get to the ferry, the boat, the boat terminal. So we, so the flight to Seattle does go off. We're on the flight. It goes off on time. Okay. But perfect. I am not relaxed. Of course not. <laughs> No, there was no, like, we just did not sleep. Like, I literally was up. I was, so in my mind, I'm starting to think, like, okay, you know, I know everyone's concerned about our luggage. I know we've got these car thing to deal with. I'm like, I've got to tell everybody, like, once we get off the ground, like, we've got to kind of divide and conquer because we can't be, like, hanging out in the airport for hours. The flight lands, we probably, like, get off the plane by, like, 1035. Like, by the time you get off the plane, everything... So my dad and brother-in-law, they go deal with the car. And the car thing is like you have to get on like a shuttle to get to the car. Oh, like, of a course. really long line shuttle. It's a friggin' too. line that's wrapped around the airport. Like it's, it was it's the longest line I've ever seen. And you have to get on that line to get to any of the rental cars. But So we go and we deal with our luggage. We find out our luggage is all over the country. Um, but the guy was like the, who helped us, his name is Michael. I keep saying that because I want to shout out. Because, you know, these desk agents, this isn't their fault. You know, like no, they're, they're on not. the front lines like dealing with this nonsense. Um, and he he was like, what's your first port? And we were like, it's Ketchikan. He's like, all right, I'm going to get your luggage to Ketchikan. We're like, we're only there until 1 p.m. He's like, and Ketchikan is like this little oh, tiny podunk. Yeah. It's like basically have to like, you know, airdrop this stuff into the airport. It's like it's a nothing Call airport. Bezos. Let's get it going. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we deal with that, me and my sister and my mom, and then they deal with the car. But then we have to like – you can't just like drive up to the airport. It's a whole thing. So we then have to get on this car line and go meet them. <laughs> so – and I'm just watch. It's just like you're – it's the amazing – you're just watching the clock. And I'm like we're not leaving the airport until like 1135. Um, and then we get in the car and it's like, we're passing the space needle. We're passing all this stuff. And like, it's, we're like, so me, so the kids kind of like fall asleep. My sister's in the back. Like it's her and the kids all the way in the back. Me and my mom in the middle, my dad and brother on the front. But like the kids kind of fall asleep. My mom is kind of in and out of sleep, but me and my sister and my brother and my dad are like watching that map. Yeah. Just white I don't want them to, I'm watching the time and I don't want them to like, miss any turns like one missed turn we just don't, we cannot add the time and so the this is a three-hour drive that felt to me like it was five minutes long because i was that <laughs> it's just so engaged with it yeah so engaged and then my brother like no bathroom no coffee nothing just get on the road and go when we were getting our doing the luggage thing they gave us these like care pack they were like because we even brushed our teeth in 24 hours they gave us these like delta like they're called they're called something like you know like uh like i guess they give it to people that are stranded at the airport yeah and then they had this like my sister spots in the corner that they have this like cooler with like waters in it and she's like can we take some of those waters and they're like yeah we just like dump all these waters in our bag and cookies, those like Delta bis biscuit cookies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what we ate for 24 hours. Like when we finally had hot food, I was like, Oh my God, all I've been eating is cookies and water for, for all this time. Um, so my brother-in-law realizes like when we're driving that like the, the he's, he's like, we've got to drop the car off at the Vancouver airport, which is 45 minutes from the cruise ship terminal. I was wondering what you were going to do about that. Like if you were going to drive it to the cruise ship terminal and rent it for the week or whatever. But. <laughs> well, he then does some research and he, he had said this to the guy at the Hertz. He was like, you know, is there anything closer? And the guy's like, no, but he took it upon himself. Again, a lot of times you have to like manage everything on your own. You got to find your own flights. You got to find, he looked it up and saw that there was a, a, a Hertz like 10 minutes away. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but so we, you know, me and my sister were watching the GPS. We got through the border, like, pretty quickly. It wasn't that bad. Um, but then we said, we're like, we can't all go, like, the, the kids need car seats and everything. So I'm like, you guys are going to have to drop us off at the cruise ship terminal. And then you guys drop this car off. Because we can't all go to drop this car off and then have to worry about finding Ubers for seven people. And the Ubers have to have car seats. Like, it's just, 
we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything was so down to the wire. And we're driving through Vancouver, which is a weird. Have you been to Vancouver? Only when I was nine to go on this trip. Okay, you guys left out of Vancouver too. Okay, yes, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's a very windy sort of city. You know, okay. like it's, I, I mean, like my, I, it's beautiful, you know, right? It's like really pretty. I didn't see. We weren't in that beautiful part. Okay. I didn't see the beautiful part. Gotcha. But again, I wasn't super focused on it. I, I also. Yeah, you were looking I, at the map. I got you. I was looking at the map, and <laughs> you were uh, like we the were, aerial view of it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were hoping we didn't kill anybody because we were. You know, like I said, I'm like, you know, the way Cruella Deville looked when she's driving that car with the red eyes. Like that was literally us yeah. barreling to the cruise ship terminal. Like that was just Cruella Deville. Um. So my dad and they drop us off at the cruise ship terminal at 3 p.m. The, the, there was a drop-dead time of you have to be on the boat at 3.30. That was the time the gangplank was going up. So he drops us there at 3 o'clock. Then they book it to this Hertz dealership. And they, like, like I think they got to the boat at, was it 3.25, Katie? I think it was even that's a little a, bit. That's a pretty that. good turnaround. That's a pretty good turnaround right there. It was, yeah. Maybe three thirty-five. It was something like that. They yeah, just admitting to us like there's a little give with it. Right. And they th- we had called. They were like, it's, them yeah, that they were. Kind of- we told them we're like they're coming. They're they're like they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Like you know, like you know, it'll it because it, when we called, they were like it's three thirty or else you're not getting on. So yeah, they might have even gotten there even after that. But I how amazing like, was that moment? That like that moment of relief when it was finally like it worked out. Like it was finally done. This forty-eight hours of hell. We were like, we're like, fuck! I have to go to the muster station. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) We were, we could not even relax. The the following day, we were still like shaking. It was like going through trauma. Like I, I, I literally went into my room and I stared at the ceiling, and for a a good amount of time. And also, like we didn't have our luggage, so um, we had very dirt. Like luckily, we all each had like one extra outfit in our Mm carry-on. But like smart, we had smart. to, like, and one extra pair of underwear, you know, like, like, and we weren't going to get our luggage so, until Ketchikan, which was we had a day, it's a full day at sea, and then we were in Ketchikan, so we weren't like, so we had to wash the clothes that we were wearing. That was kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a relief to get on. I, I just, I, I, but it was one of those situations where, and that's why I want to talk about it, where it's like. I, you know, I had people say, you, you know, you should have went two days ahead of time. You should have went, you, you can't blame the airline. You should have went two days ahead of time. But, um, I blame, I, I blame the airline industry. I don't know how they could just cancel flights. It's, I mean, know? like the airline industry is so wild. I have, I have a quick story too. So like, uh, a few years ago, my, I went on a family trip, a huge family trip and we were, uh, we went across the world. We went to, uh, Singapore and Cambodia and Australia and a, a bunch of it was on a cruise ship as well. Um, but when we were flying in, we flew into Singapore and uh, uh, to get to Singapore, we had a, a, a layover in Qatar and we were on Qatar okay. Airlines. So we, we touched down at Qatar and uh, we had a really tight turnaround. So they they uh, they like called our name. We were um, they called our name. They got us like off the off the sh- uh, off the uh, the plane first. They put us in like one of those uh, like the the cars. They're driving us through this beautiful like giant airport, and we're driving for like what feels like forever. And they had us like run through customs and then get on another car. And they're driving us through like all this stuff. And they're driving us around and, and like like through this giant maze of a of a thing, and. And they drove us like all the way to the very, very, very far end of like a different terminal than we were at when we started. And then we got on the same plane, the same plane that we had just what? gotten off of. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on, guys? Yeah. So it's like this like weird, you know, like there's like all this weird. That's really stupid. So stupid. Same, same crew. They said, hey, hey, Beavers, how are you? Like, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, on our way home, we 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 f- flew from straight from Vancouver to uh, Minneapolis, and then and um, I've never been to Minneapolis Airport, but we had a connection, and it was a very short amount of time. And they were like, "Oh, it's okay when the the, the gate that you have to connect at is right next door." We get off the flight, and the flight was like a little bit late. Yep, so it's at the it's, other side of the yeah. That, that's a massive airport. We were running through mm-hmm. that airport. The, the plane was already boarded. 
a tram. Remember the? We took the moving walkways. It still yeah. took like no, the, the like the monorail thing that they. Oh, had. we had to get on like the <laughs> yeah, like their own tram. Like it was literally the furthest. It had to be a mile away, and we were running to that flight, and the, it was just like. What are you guys doing? Like, and then you show up and you're like, "Oh, it's delayed." <laughs> Great. Yeah, we're just sitting there. Um, but yeah, it was pretty traumatic. And it sounds um, like, yeah. I mean, I will like I, you know, I think my family really like persevered right until the end, like just not giving up hope because I, I, it was one of those. It was such a, it's so emotionally taxing and it takes the fun out of travel. And just to, to harken back to Disney a little bit is like I, you know, I. I, this guy, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a, he's a commentator. I don't know if you can call him political. His name is Matt Walsh. Sure. Um, he made a recent video, you know, pulling that low hanging fruit that everyone does of like Disney adults are so weird. You know, he made a video like that and, um, he talked about, we are, but in the best way. So. Well, he didn't say weird. I I I don't want to talk about him the whole time. He said Disney adults have a mental illness, and I have a whole thought. That's that's a little different. (laughs) Yeah, I have a whole thought on that. But um, one of the things he said was he was like, you know, if if you're a Disney adult, you obviously have all this expendable income to constantly go to Disney. You could go anywhere, and then he literally goes, you could go to Alaska. Alaska is this amazing place, and you could go there. And I literally, I I just did go there. (laughs) But uh, you know, people think. But one of the things i will say is like people constantly say like do you go anywhere else you go anywhere else and it's like there is a level of me when i go to on my disney world vacations that i don't have this level of stress that i had with this situation and it's like sure that could happen anywhere but it's like if i wouldn't be stressed out because of i'm a frequent disney worlder where it's like if i missed the flight or missed it it wouldn't have put me out to such a level as some sort of big vacation like this and so i i I don't always agree when people say like it's just a you know everywhere else is you should go everywhere else and for me there was i didn't really relax a lot you know like i didn't really like until we were in the thick of it you know it took a couple of days after the experience like this um i think i think you know it's it's important to like you know uh have have lots of experiences in life but there's nothing yeah. wrong with with being someplace that's comfortable uh, for you, and there's nothing wrong with going home. When I go to Disney, I feel like I'm going home. You know, like there's there's yeah. lots of it that uh, reminds me of, you know, times when I was young. Same as if I go back to my hometown where I grew up. You know, it's it's yeah. a very similar feeling. There's a lot of nostalgia built into it. You know, like comfortability, uh, comfortability, all of that. Um, but, but there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I do think that it's important to like have lots of experiences in life and you shouldn't just have one experience, but yeah, but, uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, going back to something that you're happy with, you're comfortable with and that they do a good job of, you know, keeping you, uh, you know, happy, you know, and and I'm not saying like, if it's, if, if this is a once in a lifetime, if the, if the Disney world trip is a once in a lifetime trip that you've been planning for two weeks, it, this becomes your Alaska. Like a situation like this would be devastating if you had been planning and saving for a Disney world trip for two weeks and then studying nonstop on how to use genie plus and lightning lanes. Yeah. Or you're like, I have, you know, we're supposed to be in magic kingdom tomorrow. Now we don't have that day. Like what? And you, it could feel devastating. And I think, um, that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, just in general, it's it, unfortunate, it, but it just made me feel like, you know, it, situations like this do take the fun out of travel because it, it, you know, it was hard for us to shake it, you know, and, and luckily we had a long vacation, but it was very hard for us to shake it. I think the, with, with a lot of travel, those moments of, of strife and of perseverance and stuff like that, they, they're super hard while you're going through them. Uh, and, and they do take a little while to shake, but they also are the thing that you will remember and be able to talk with Charlie when he's 25 and he'll remember that time that we went to Alaska and we, you know, the, like the crazy airport stories will be part of like your, your Christmas, uh, and your Thanksgiving and like, and times in the future, they, they're they become like very like cemented in our lives of something that we accomplished together. Yeah. It's a bonding thing. It's band of brothers. It's bonding thing. Go, go like being in the trenches and going through things like that. And, and, you know, nobody, 
you know, we, we all just, we were very focused on the cause, which was getting on the ship and, and, you know, put our egos aside and just were like, we've got to, yeah, that's the focus. I'm so glad that you guys persevered together and that you, you know, you, you guys really, you really had to jump through some hoops to get on this boat. You, Adrian, me, and, and dad were just not gonna give up <laughs> yeah we weren't gonna give up <laughs> we, were like, we were like no this is not not happening like we're gonna do whatever until the end together. like it ain't over till yeah. it's over like that's what we just kept we, you and i kept even saying that we're like it's not over till it's over so yeah. we gotta try like we can't not try and i think you know it, if you do that like things you know go your way if you kind of throw your hands up but on a happier note like we had an amazing time in Alaska. Not yeah, that's, only, what I, that's what I want to talk about. Let's get on to some happy stuff. We had the most perfect weather that anybody could ever ask for, like 70s and 80s. What? In Alaska? In Alaska. Crazy. We had rain for all of 15 minutes, and it was like a sun shower in, in uh, Denali. Like, it... We didn't experience like the, everything that we had planned for. Like you know, it's it, all of this is one of the like, that th- that quote make plans God laughs because it was like it, we I bought all this outerwear, I bought all this rain gear. I mean, everyone was telling you're going to be in the rain, you're going to be in the cold. It's it doesn't matter that it's summer; it's freezing, and like <laughs> we were in tank tops and shirt and skirts, and and we were in the pool every single day. All right, nice. Yeah, I mean it was it was the most perfect weather and um So so what what boat were you guys on? We were on the uh Sapphire Princess, Princess Cruise. Okay, cool. So yeah, so not a Disney cruise. I'm sorry to disappoint anybody. Um uh I never this is my first time on Princess. I've never I've never uh floated on Princess either. You know, uh I like I I, I am now I like princess i think okay i like their philosophy on things i like how they um they're they're not really like you know me me and katie both saw this as like they're uh, they have so many pools on this boat like you know there has to be eight and they're just sort of like you you know have a good time like nobody's like nobody's like hovering you know like it's very like you feel very free. Um, I feel like that. And like then, cruises, cruises in general are kind of like that, you know, where they're just like, you know, you're on cruise time now. You know, it's all good. It's like, yeah, very I, I Jimmy Buffett. That is a difference of Disney. It's like you go in the pool and you got 19 lifeguards, uh, you know, women are like going around. You're just kind of like, sure. you know, and I know why they're doing that. But it's like I did like how it was just sort of free. And then like the crew like was phenomenal. Like this, the crew was so good. Um, so we really enjoyed that. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on it, Katie? The food was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we loved the pools. There was loads of bars, bars everywhere. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. to get a drink, just grab a drink. There and we was- had that unlimited alcohol. You got it. So like, you gotta get me that and Katie unlimited. were having, instead of iced coffees, it was espresso martinis for, you know, like. Damn straight. 8 a.m. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I love that. And even and the, the cool thing about this cruise is, is even like on the disembarkment day, like they the bar was still open and you could like grab oh, a mimosa, like and you know, like they were not oh, like one for the road, of course. You got it. A little roadie, yeah. yeah. Uh so it, we really enjoyed that. Um so we did a land and sea, and this is where I'll give and I I have a friend that's going to take an uh, Alaskan cruise and I told her this, if you if you want to do this, I suggest doing the land portion first. Okay. Cause they, so there were, there were people that did the reverse of ours. They started the land portion and then they went to the sea. And, um, I, I think that's the better way. First of all, if, if you have any of the, the flight experiences like we had, you wouldn't really matter because it's not, you're not trying to catch a boat, but also it was the, the land portion was a little on the more exhausting like our like our like we were on an 11 hour train ride we were on buses constantly sure um you're you know walking around a lot Denali is beautiful all those places are beautiful yeah i think that's that's the real trick of it is like what do you want to see you know uh, via the boat and what do you want to see via the the land cuz like you know Denali's pretty far out there and you can't get, out there. You, you can't get there by you know by boat. So, no. you, you know you would miss out on like that experience if you were to do the first part. 
and you yeah. probably just like pop to like little towns. Maybe maybe you do a bit of Canada, I guess, on your way up to Alaska. Maybe does it, does it live? Does it also leave out of Vancouver, the land portion? Well, no, the land portion you would start in like Fairbanks, which is You'd where we ended. Okay, yeah. So it's you start in Fairbanks, you end in Vancouver. Um, but one thing I will say though, like this cruise, and I think only Princess and what I heard was Holland America. We went through Glacier Bay, and we got right. I didn't even. I didn't. I guess I didn't understand this. Like, oh yeah, I didn't understand how close you get to those glaciers. Do they do they make them fall for you? Oh, we we had some. I've got some video of some yeah. of some. They wouldn't even make them. You think they try to like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they do. That's, I mean, that's why it fell when you were there. They turn the engines on and the they they put the rudders and they kind of force a cav. Oh man, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought this was for real. Like we had a, we had it, we had it happen a couple times. Yeah. At least um, they used to. I mean, maybe it's a, that everything's just degrading at such a rapid rate that there's just always calving of ice. Yeah, because the, so. the captain was like, "This is the first time this has happened all season." You know, like he was. I mean, he could have. He might have been, been playing a part. I don't know. Stick <laughs> might have been part of his little. Uh, that might have been his magic. But um, but I mean, they get us right up to those. We in College Fjord. I mean, like that was it. Like you just felt like. I'm like, how is this boat not crashing into the ice iceberg right ahead? You know, like how is this not happening? <laughs> you had some it's, some Titanic moments. Yeah, but it was it was and like breathing and and like oh the air up there is real nice. Oh, it's a, it's like wow, I didn't even realize what Garbo were breathing. Oh down yeah, you here. come back here and you're like, ah, garbage, <laughs> garbage, hot garbage. Summer in the city. But it was like one of those things where like Katie and I were like we we found this primo spot on the back of the boat pulling out of college fjords and we were just like i don't want to leave like it was so miraculous like the mountains and the glaciers and it's or, uh, like the otters remember there's loads oh, of them it's otters water. just floating chilling waving. otters <laughs> waving <laughs> you I know love, like i love sea otters it's like my whales animal. blowing water up you know blowing air around like it's it you know eagles everywhere i saw so many bald eagles on this trip that i was like it's not even exciting anymore you know they're just everywhere they're kind of ugly right they, they look kind of mean. Yeah, and they have, like, real, like, uh, the sound that they make is not the sound that we think that they make. Oh, I didn't hear them talking. Yeah, yeah, their talking is, like, is, it's not good. What are they saying? Like, uh, oh, I wish I was Canadian. Make America great again. Yeah, well, so they're they're around, and um, but it was it was truly incredible. I think everyone should experience Alaska. Um, you know, the salmon was the best salmon you ever have in your life. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, like it was it was really really cool, and the the kids really loved it. And did Princess have uh, like a good kid uh, program and stuff? Oh yeah, it was it was really really good. Like it was like uh, broken up into like a bunch of different ages, like. My kids were in the three to seven great uh, age. Oh, so they got to yeah, be together. Little, yeah, they got to be together. Oh, that's nice. Remember, Adrian? They had like those little cars that they. Could oh yeah, on. they had like a little track, and they like yeah. took these like sort of like big wheels, and they got to like race on the track. And... It was like very organized. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it was so organized. They every single day they did like a really awesome like craft that they'd come back, and like the face painting was like. Like no birthday party you'd ever go to face painting. Like it was like really, yeah. really good. And, like you, like these people weren't just like you know oh just like watching kids at, like a babysitter. Like they were fantastic. They were great. It was a really really good program. Nice. Yeah, I don't think that like one thing I will say about Alaskan cruises diff- like it's a lot more casual. Be- I think because of the weather, they are a lot more casual in general than like a Mediterranean or a, a Caribbean cruise where. I feel like, you know, like on formal nights, like some people show up in tuxedos on those nights on run regular cru- on regular cruises. I think, I think it's kind of uh, cruising in general has gotten a little bit more uh, or less formal uh, over the past mm-hmm. like few years because my parents cruise nonstop. They're on a cruise right now. They're in Norway. <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, and I was talking to them about that. I was like, I was like, oh, you like I, for something else. I, I recently bought a tux. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll, you know, wear it on a cruise someday. And they were like, uh, people don't really do that anymore. Like, no, and there's always on, one guy. There's always on these, one guy who walks. Yeah, that one guy's going to be me. I've got to take advantage of this bought tux. 
Um, you bought a tux, Ryan. That's an investment. Eh, not really. You know. Oh, cheap. really? Yeah, it was a cheap. Oh, tux. was it from uh, Joseph A. Banks? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Me and the, Joe. <laughs> but like, so the first formal night was the second night that we were on the boat. We didn't have our luggage. And by the way, you know, just to, to tie that that up, they got our luggage to Ketchikan with a half an hour to spare. Damn like, straight. Thank you, was, D. <laughs> yeah, Michael, Delta. Michael from Delta uh, made that happen. I don't know how because we, we had these like air tags in our bags that my dad like – he's foresight. He did a good job. It was like got to put these in your so – in case the luggage gets lost and it literally happened. And so like the morning that we're in Ketchikan, I see like my bag is still in Seattle. I'm like we're not getting our luggage. It's in Seattle right now. And I don't know how, but it got to catch a can by one o'clock, and our boat was leaving the port at one thirty. There anyway. was somebody who did that same drive as you guys, <laughs> white knuckling it <laughs> like Cruella Deville. So. Yeah, like we got to get these people are mad. We've got to get this luggage. They, they're not putting up with any more shit. But it was funny because the first formal night was the second night we were there. We didn't have our luggage yet. I had wore like a black dress as my like. Luckily, what I wore the day of the traveling and it, I had washed it. So I was like, I'll just going to wear, I'm not missing lobster. I'm going to, I'm going to the formal night. Like I'm not gonna yeah. go in. I'm not going to eat at the, at the, b- the buffet. Like yeah. I'm going, not going to the jammer. Unfortunately, Katie only had jeans. So she actually didn't feel comfortable going to the formal like, night. Logo shirts. That was I can't do this. But it's funny. Her husband, Adam, like he only had a t-shirt. And he's like, I, he's, I'm not, I don't care. And our waiter had told us the night before, because we were like, we can't come to the formal night. We don't have our clothes. And he's like, it doesn't matter. And then literally there were people in that, in that room in sneakers. Oh, there yeah. were people in golf shirts. So it didn't matter. We didn't stand out like a sore thumb, but it was one of those things where I was like, of course, like we had these formal night outfits that we didn't get to wear that we, they had two formal nights on that cruise. But one thing I want to ask about cruises what happened to the midnight buffet? Was that just a thing of the nineties? I think it was a thing of the nineties. They sometimes they. Oh, we're getting some weird feedback. Sorry, guys. Um, sometimes they do like once, like one on a trip. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I remember like the the cruises we went on the nineties. Like it was every night. It was a midnight buffet, yep. and there would be like one night where our parents would let us like stay up for it. That I had the exact same the, experience. You see all the carvings of everything. Oh, at, yeah, yeah. The ice was carved. The fruits were carved, and everyone's taking pictures. It was like it was miraculous to me as a child. I was like, this is the epitome of class <laughs> and sophistication. Love but, those uh, ice sculptures. Those ice sculptures are so cool. They don't sculpt the ice anymore. I mean, I was like, I, it was a little bit of a bummer. We were like, you know, the food isn't like as Much ongoing. Of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you could, Katie liked this one little cafe that you can get sandwiches from all night long. <laughs> we, yeah, we, were, but we were always there. You were, you loved it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And even like, so I, you know, I just wonder that about cruises. I'm like, bring back the midnight buffet. Or like you said, at least do it once. Yeah. Do it once, yeah, once, a, once a trip or once a week. Perfect. Yeah. Strange. Anyway, how about um, how about theming? Was there any cool theming on the boat? No, I will say like I don't think that the entertainment was probably the the highlight of of that cruise. Like um, there wasn't any like excite like they had movies under the stars, but none of them were like good ones. They didn't have any like really amazing shows, so we really didn't go to a lot of them. Mm. Um, but the thing is, is like it gets dark so late in Alaska that it's such a cool experience to like walk up to the deck at 10 o'clock at night and it's still light out where it's like, I don't, I wanted to experience like that more. If I was up, I wanted to do, I want to be out on the, I would, if there were nights where like everyone went to bed, I mean, they all have kids and I I don't. So I would just take my book and get it, go get like a a glass of wine and sit on the deck at 10 o'clock at night and read for an hour. It's still light out and it's warm and it's, so it's such a I would I just am glad that I had I didn't really need anyone to be like juggling in front of me. Sure, sure. But they didn't like even like me and my mom and sister went to the bingo one night and it was kind of like depressing. It wasn't like it was yeah, a, really lively. It was kind of like corny jokes and What was uh what was the demographic? Was this a uh, old old fogey boat or what? What do we got going? What'd you say, Katie? 65 to 75. 65 to 75. All right, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would say that we were the younger people on the boat, which always feels nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I take it where I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the, I mean, there were kids on the boat, but there weren't, like, thousands. Like, they, they 
the kids they have friends that they are still calling with, right? Oh, I'm like, sure. <laughs> I, yeah. I I had some cruise friendships that lasted for years and years and years. In fact, multiple like ended up being on multiple cruises together. Like Wow, that's it. Yeah, we had we had a couple on our Mediterranean cruise that was uh fourteen years ago that we're still like Facebook friends with yep. and comment on each other's stuff. So it, cause it, that's a, the cruises in general are kind of like a bonding thing too. Totally, so hundred percent. You start at the same time, you get off the same time. Like it's like you're going through everything together. It's mm-hmm. not like the day you meet somebody, they're leaving. So it's, it's a nice, easy way to make, you know, friendships. Totally. That's true. It's like you are, you aren't like any other vacation and people are like, Oh, I'm leaving tomorrow. And you're like, well, yeah, it's like summer camp, you know, like you're you're there, you go through a thing together, right. you're thick as thieves during it. And then, uh, I, like, I remember, like, one time somebody was like, like, oh, we're going to be best friends after this. I was like, dude, I'm not I'm not going to talk to you ever again. <laughs> and he was like, why would you say that? And I was like, I don't know. This isn't my first rodeo. Like, that, we're, it's a cruise friendship, man. You, you're great. Yeah. But like, adios, bro. You live in Indianapolis. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, with like the. Alaskan cruise, we like nobody's like from New York. Yeah. Like we, we, everyone's like from I would say like Midwest to West Coast. Sure, everybody's Texas. Everyone's Texas. A lot of Texas. A lot of lot of Minnesota. Lot you know like a, so we like I always feel like the New York people find each other. It, it was rare though to find other like East Coasters. Like nobody was from the East Coast, yeah. so I didn't. I didn't always feel like we fit in with the types. Not that we're like loud or obnoxious New Yorkers, but I think New. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers are low a little bit more like, um, like we're a little more gregarious. I would say like we're a little bit more like yeah. you know like oh, we want to be fun and friendly. And some of the people were a little bit uh, standoff. I would just say like. You know, insular, like just I'm with my wife, I'm with my husband. That's yeah, it. A little reserved. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the story. But I, I recommend everyone going on Alaskan cruise, but I recommend that you are very careful with how you get to it if you don't live super close, like like we like we didn't. I think I think that's good. Uh, you know, good advice, really, for like any any big trip that you're you're traveling big distances that like has a, a start a start point. You know. And, and like, I, I don't know if I just sort of like am go into things thinking like nothing's going to go wrong, but things can go wrong. And so it's like, you have to just sort of roll with it. And it, it's, it is very frustrating. And, uh, especially when there's a lot of people involved, but you know, you just got to persevere and it, you know, we were saying when we were on the, we we're like, we're not supposed to be on this boat. Like we were there against all odds, but, um, you know, we were supposed to be on that boat. It just, it, it just, uh, it required a little bit more stress than, than normal, but I'm, I'm so grateful that we did it. Cause it was such a beautiful trip, but I did come home with a fun souvenir of COVID, but, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom and I both had COVID. Uh, we tested the positive the day after, but no one else did. So I don't know, uh, who we were around that had it, but, uh, luckily no one else did. So that was good. So, uh, and it, yeah. So the, the, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are both feeling much better now. That's, uh, it's, you know, we, we sometimes forget like <laughs> how bad those two years were. Um, yeah. and, uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's not a hundred percent over yet, you know, like it, you still have to be vigilant when traveling and, and make yeah. sure that you're, you know, keeping yourself as safe as possible. And so I'm just really glad that both of you guys are feeling better now. Um, yep. So I think that, you know, this, we can't not talk about Disney, of course. So uh, the Disney Wonder is the ship that goes to Alaska for them, I believe. Right. Um, which is, uh, you know, a, a big old boat that was launched in 99. I think it might have been their first boat. And, okay. Um, and, yeah, it carries, you know, like thousands of people and it's it's big and and, uh, and there's lots of character dining. That's what I think about when I think of Disney Cruises. It's like, oh, well, this entire thing is going to be character dining. Um, <laughs> this entire experience will be my worst nightmare. Um, so, um, we didn't see the wonder. I mean, we were in, I must, they must do different ports than we did. Cause we didn't see it. We saw a lot of other boats, but we didn't see the wonder. Mm. I didn't see, did you see the Disney cruise anywhere? Katie? Oh. Yeah. oh, I didn't see it anywhere. I was looking. I was looking but too, I because I, people kept sending me things when they saw that I was away. Like, um, one of the listeners of the podcast, I, 
I don't want to say because I'm sent me something about how on the Disney Wonder they have this like margarita. They're like, oh, you got to get the margarita with the glacial ice. And I, they sent me this video where, like, on the Disney on the Disney one, they have margaritas with actual glacier ice, and I was like, you know, we we don't have that. Um, <laughs> what, what do they do? They like take a little rowboat out there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they bullshit. use glacial ice. Oh, maybe they catch some of the stuff that's just floating around. Gross. <laughs> um, so I think, and I think, like, when I watched a couple of videos on the Disney one, like they they do have some cool dining options on that one. Like I was watching this couple; they've got like a Tiana's restaurant, so they've got all these like cool themed restaurants. Like we didn't have very many theme. We had one. We went went to a steakhouse one night, and I was the only one that enjoyed my meal, and I didn't have steak. <laughs> oh, you did too. Okay, because everyone else was saying they hated it. Yeah, no, I liked it. Mine was delicious. Okay, I was like, I I had ordered like the 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 tiger shrimp and uh, like a piece of a lobster tail. And I was like, this is great. Everyone's like, my steak sucks. And that was the only time I was like, <laughs> that's, that's a, it's always a bummer when you go to like a specialty restaurant on the ship and, and it's uh, not up to snuff. Um, yeah. Uh, so Disney's got uh, like three kind of recent boats or, or like one, one that the wish came up in 2022 and then the treasure, which is going to be that's coming up, right? The that's the new one. Yeah, the yeah. Disney treasure. Like they, it's going to be a big boy. Yeah, they're all the same. They're all like the same big oh. boys. So they're they're all big. They're all giant boats. But like, uh, oh, they're the same fleet. Yeah. So they're all Triton class ships. And okay. And we have uh, the Wish, the Treasure, uh, and and one the other one. No one under one other one that's going to be in twenty twenty five. They haven't named oh. it yet. Um, but the treasure. Speaking of like specialty restaurants. Uh, is rumored to have a haunted mansion theme bar, <gasps> which yeah, I think oh, I'm, wearing my, I'm wearing my haunted mansion shirt. I have yet to see yeah, the movie, um, but I've got uh, a Disney shirt on today. I've got a Disney Halloween shirt of on. Of course, today. You do. I have a Golden Girls shirt. On. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a Disney We're property, brand. a Disney property from Disney from, property. from old school MGM. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I think we're all on brand. Oh, haunted great. mansion restaurant sounds like. Really cool. So I think I mean it's the only reason it's the only reason I would consider booking is I mean we've been talking about getting a haunted mansion bar in the parks or a uh, yeah. or a, uh, a, a tower of terror bar in the parks for how many oh, years yes. now Adrian Oh my god that's all we want it's all he we and want. I just were looking at a, a an Instagram video of someone that turned one of their bathrooms into the haunted mansion, <gasps> oh. and Katie wrote back to me. She's like, "I would never leave the bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now I'm like, "Do I want a haunted mansion bathroom?" I'm like, "Maybe I do." I kind of always like a dark and moody bathroom. Your, your like, bathroom's like almost there. <laughs> it's almost there. It's almost I, there. I don't like a white bathroom. I always like a dark bathroom. So I I'm like maybe. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe it'll be my Halloween overlay. Oh, I like Howard, <laughs> Halloween overlay. Sounds like a great idea. It wouldn't take all that much. I don't. Think, it wouldn't take you know? all that much. I a think new I could shower do it. curtain. You know, new and, shower curtain. Yeah. a couple of those eyeballs eyeballs on the uh, wallpaper. Yeah, exactly. A couple of like things moving and look at a couple of moving bus. Uh, maybe you know. a, a bat stanchion. Oh my god, do I want one of those bats? And then stanchions. you just have to have like the the narration playing while people go in the bathroom. <laughs> There's always my way out. <laughs> There's oh yeah, but I mean there is no windows. There's a door, but it's hard to see because it's all black. Anyway, um, that is really cool, and I am surprised it took them this long to come up with a haunted mansion bar anywhere. Yeah, I agree, totally agree. Um, so yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe we have a uh, a, a drunk a, history cruise, a drunk history cruise in the future. Maybe I'm in. We'll have to see. Katie, uh, Katie, and her family will come too. We can maybe get some people that listen to all come on the cruise. That would be a really fun time. Um, <laughs> that would our, be a fun time. Our That's listeners, big. our listeners have been fantastic. We've got a couple, uh, a couple new emails in, uh, asking okay. for some specific, uh, some specific uh, um, show episodes, maybe. So, okay. So uh, I think we're gonna, you know, have some uh, some bespoke episodes coming up pretty soon. I like it. Yeah. Um, but until then, The Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday. Uh, oh, first off, thank you, Katie, so much for coming and t- telling us this crazy story. Oh, thank you guys for having me. We'll have to have you back on. A- Katie is also a Disney adult, so we'll have to have her back on a uh, an actual. Yeah, on a fun app- one. We'll have you yeah, back on a episode. fun one. But I'm glad she was here to help me. It's not uh, full of remember. just you reliving torturous turmoil <laughs> and trauma. Um, 
So, uh, so we're available every Wednesday on on uh, iTunes and Spotify and and wherever you're getting your podcast these days. Uh, the show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five star rating and a quick review. Those really help us out. Um, or just please uh, tell a fellow Disney parks loving friend to listen. If you like us, uh, then they will like us, and then uh, we will have more listeners, and then do this show forever. <laughs> uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistory at gmail.com uh, for comments and show ideas and just to say hi um, you know Adrian left me for two weeks I had very little friends uh, when that happened so you know it was only through the grace it was only through the grace of reading emails that I made it through uh, please follow us on Instagram at the dark ride podcast and on TikTok at drunkdistory for lots of great theme parks content, thanks for joining us, and remember to always keep your kingdom cool. Tricks.